0: Oh, man, I hate Mondays. Nah, man, it's Tuesday. Wait, 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 wait. What day is it? You know what day it is. Tuesday. Bruise Day Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Grab a cold one. It's Bruise Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar and Six-Pack
1: Store. Here's Drez and Big Nate.
0: Oh, can you do it one-handed? <laughs> I didn't think about that. I
1: thought I could. I thought I was like a cowboy, but... uh. Either way, it is Brews Day Tuesday, brought to
0: you by the Southern Restaurant and Six-Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. Today, we're doing something special. I would almost say it's it's kind of almost scientific experiment-esque, because we're dealing with physics, although it's uh spelled F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S. This is a... Uh, a product that I guess was on Shark Tank, and my BB gave, it, gave one to me as a present, and so it's essentially what it intends to do is you take a can or bottle of beer, and it, in theory, gives it that awesome draft uh, drinkability using... I can't remember what they they said. I guess I should. I could pull up the thing. but Physics. It's, no, well, it doesn't use physics. It uses like micro, like it says something about sound, micro sound something that puts the beer through that and makes it just sort of, I don't know, whatever. Either way, uh, basically we're going to try it with a whole slew of different styles of beer. And this first round, I figured it would be the ones that you would, it would make sense that uh, putting it through draft styles almost kind of, Making it that, giving it that little fine extra bubble yeah. stuff might make it delicious. So I went with the traditional Guinness extra stout. Uh, and I did look it up. This is the, uh, I got this at the, I guess the foreign section at the cellar the restaurant and the six pack store. So this one is actually brewed in Ireland. This is the Irish. Yeah, extra so that's, that's
1: going to be a first for me as well. Uh, so we have
0: this one over here. And uh, you have, I think, from Star Hill. Star
1: Hill's Warehouse Pilsner, which is, I mean, any bar in the USA is going to have a Pilsner or a lager ready right there on tap for you. But, uh, I mean, it's already pretty pretty carbonated. If you're watching it on a video, you can see. Yeah. But, uh,
0: if you are watching on video, you'll see that we poured at least a little bit uh, into a little glass as a baseline, as sort of like, you know, our control in this experiment. Yeah. So you can get an idea. Uh, you can kind of do a compare and contrast between straight from the bottle and or can in your case, uh rather than what's been run through uh the physics. So I'm gonna have to stand up here. So I'm gonna be off the camera, but you're gonna flip uh, yeah, yours gonna around flip to really get the so action here.
1: Watch this happen. I believe you're starting with the Pilsner.
0: Uh yeah, yeah. I'll go ahead and start with your Pilsner. So you wanna hand me the can and your uh
1: your beer Just mug there. Seeing my uh hand eye coordination is uh great when I'm watching myself through a video.
0: All right, so this should be pretty pretty straightforward. Um, I, I've, I've used it a few times and I haven't quite got gotten it exactly down, but you just pop this little bad boy off and then, oh, you're gonna need to open this can a little more because you got to shove. You see underneath there's that metal tube. Oh boy. You just insert the metal tube into said beverage. I would have fouled that all up. Close it and then uh, so this tap here, you pull it forward at first and pour the majority of the beer and then once it's starting to get on the lower side, and this is the tricky part, you actually do a back tap and that's when it like does super foam mode and you're supposed to just top it off with that with the head. The problem is, it's it's tricky because you kind of got to get used to, you know, where you are on a glass for a 12 ounce can, for a 16 ounce can, and in this case, this is a glass that I've never even tried to pour in. so. This this may go, and if you if you're doing the back pour, in fact, I'm gonna go ahead and get the paper towels. <laughs> which were stolen Someone from stole the. Someone stole our paper gonna, towels. We are definitely gonna be making a mess in the Bear Studio today. So, but for so here we go, and you'll see it looks straight up draft. Uh, if you, I don't know if you want to get right up in here and get an idea, but um, we'll go ahead and uh, get this going. here it humming. There you go, nice little draft pour. I'd say that might be about where we'd want to be, and then honestly, that even I don't even know if we want to do the back end thing on that. Maybe we'll just ride it right. Oh, there you go. So I didn't even do the back, the back little fizzle jam for yours because, well, frankly, it was gonna mess up, and I couldn't didn't know where it was, and I ran out anyway. So here's the rest of it. If you want to oh, put boy. that in back with your base, um, and now I'm gonna run just some water through it to kind of clear that tube, and then I'll do the stout. So you
1: just run some water
0: through here. But you can tell, I mean, it, it got, it's got some headiness to it on yours. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. wild. Um, there
1: we go. And now for the uh, real bad boy.
0: Mm. All right. Got my cellar glass here. We'll go ahead and give this a pour. I have. I should have a better idea since this is a typical pint glass, although I did steal a little bit of it. So there's that, and then I'm gonna try and do the back thing, but just a little bit because you don't want it to overdo it. Oh. there you go. So we'll see how this one does.
1: See, and it does. It definitely That's a has proper pint of Guinness.
0: Definitely has. It's it's certainly not a your you know your typical Guinness pour, but we'll see how it tastes compared to. All right, now I need to free up some hands. There you go. Ah, okay. All right, so, um, yeah, this will be interesting. In fact, I might even steal the rest of this Guinness because I'm pretty sure there's still a good little bit down here. See, if you, if you make the mistake, so you can see there's still a little bit at the bottom there. If you make the mistake of going, pushing back there and then it getting to the bottom, it's... It's like an explosion and it goes everywhere. And then you get even more of a, re- like that's more head than I probably would have wanted. Uh, you get like half of, you know, it just Ooh. completely fills it basically. So so I guess first things first is I need to try baseline because I've actually, yeah. I guess I, I've had the American version of this beer, but I haven't had the actual one from um, Ireland, which by the way, I guess we should give it a full, uh. Traditionally brewed, uh, obviously Guinness established 1759. This is their extra stout coming. Extra stout, excuse me, coming in at 5.6%, and this is just 11.2 fluid ounce bottle. So I'm I'm lucky I didn't mess that one up. Uh, and of Ooh. course, yeah, product of Ireland, right? There on the system. back, intense, characterful, and bold. Extra Guinness extra stout is pure expression of our brewing legacy. Bittersweet. With subtle hints of hops,
1: dark fruits, and caramel, this stout is a testament to great brewing. We've never talked about this before, but does it drive you nuts when you buy like an imported beer and they're using the metric system? Because I feel like you're getting robbed of an eight-tenths of an ounce of beer. Well, but it doesn't. I mean, you would think. I don't know why they
0: don't put like liters on here. Because you're yeah, right. Should I, say milliliters. I mean, I guess it's because is this is this how this label looks over there, or is it just because That's, they're selling in America and this is the American label? It is 11.2 fluid ounces. It doesn't say what that would be. It's
1: not like you know, oh, this is 500 milliliters or whatever, though. Yeah, I don't even know. So I've got the uh, Star Hill wa- Warehouse Pilsner coming in at 5.5 percent ABV. This is this is an American 12 ounces, and uh, I've actually had this one before, but. Uh, Always excited for some Star Hill. Now,
0: I almost wish I had poured the little, the base a little, a little heavier to get some head, but it definitely looks like, I don't know if you can pick it up in the video if you're watching Facebook Live or the YouTube, but the head through the physics looks much more refined, like very smaller, thinner bubbles. So I do think this is going to be a smoother drink, and which is why I think that the physics is great for this kind of style of a beer, like a Stout's, Porter's. And Mike, I think Pilsner also falls under that category for me of like, you want it to be like a nice, smooth kind of tasting. Mm. How is it? You gotta, you got to do the back and forth.
1: I, as of now, I do think the physics is, it's smoother. It's nicer. I mean, it for looks, this instance. I mean, if you were going to put it on Instagram, the physics one for sure looks better. It does. It really does. Like it's, that got, is, it's got a nice hearty head on it. That is a beautiful contraption, I think. It's also very like, it doesn't take up a lot of shelf space, like... In my kitchen, I've got the yep. coffee maker, the toaster, and like I'm running out of shelf space. But that's nice and like narrow and compact. Yeah, it's uh, actually. I mean, you're talking about in the kitchen. That's that sits right on the bar, my friend. We'll have a kegerator down there. Oh, uh, well, you know, you
0: can put it next to it. <laughs> you actually have the straight tap, but uh, are you are, what? How are you feeling
1: with yours with the? Your, because you haven't had that one either, have you? No, I so, yeah. The, uh, the physics one tastes fuller. Fuller? Yeah, like this one, like I can tell it was out of a can. You could probably, like in a blind test, fool me. Thinking that that, 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 that was, was an draft? actual honest-to-God draft pour. Yes,
0: because I, I know that we te- we kind of, when we were teasing the show and the promo, you do, and I think most people would agree, draft is the preferred method. 100%. Drink, you know, like that's, it's just, it's fresher. So I guess it almost gives it that sort of a facade, I guess you know, like a fake replica of that. I suppose I don't
1: know. No, it definitely I think, and and I wonder. You said it kind of uses like <clears throat> ultrasonic vibrations. That's what I was about. That's what I'm trying to pull up the actual like you know because I know they that the tap at the bar does not do that. Micro
0: foam technology to convert. Convert your favorite cans of bottles of beers to nitro-style draft. Uh, where's the how does it work, or whatever? Our patented physics micro foam, giving you the perfect pour. Yeah, there it is. Push the handle backward to begin the sonication process. So your, I guess, unfortunately, yours didn't even have the sonication, the back, the, you know, the back pour yeah. that I did. Uh applying sound waves to convert the beer's natural carbonation into an ideal microfoam, These uninformed, tiny-sized bubbles create the perfect density that delivers the enhanced aroma, flavor, and mouthfeel for which physics is famous. So I almost wonder if it would be, if maybe uh, you only do the back pour, the the sonic thing, for ones that you want to have, like the more like this, the a stout or a porter or something, that you would want to nitrofy, whereas like you know, maybe an IPA, you might not. I mean, yeah, nitro know. IPA, I, I don't know. But then again, it could it could exemplify that
1: and make it even more aromatic and flavorful. I feel I don't like know. someone's put put out a nitro IPA, and I can't remember exactly who it is, but I remember it being different. Different would be the way. I There's put probably it. the nicer. It wasn't. It wasn't bad, but it was weird. Yeah. It's kind of like when you uh, bite into something and you're expecting one thing and like you grab somebody else's sandwich and it's mm-hmm. not at all what you're expecting. That's what a nitro IPA is like.
0: Well, I, I mean, so here's the thing. I When it comes to untapping these beers, because like I said, I've never had, I guess, this exact, you know, beer from Ireland. Do I base my untap on the unphysics? Do I do it? Do I have a caveat and an asterisk? Because I, honestly, I,
1: I will say this. the physics, this does taste better through the physics. Well, this style of beer, for sure. So for untapped, you can you've got the option uh, bottle can draft. I think you oh. put a score in for can or bottle, and then you put a score in for draft.
0: I'm glad you bring that up because I was actually, like I said, I have, I, you know, I've had this for a couple weeks. I wasn't waiting to, to do on the show to, no. to try I mean, get it out like that. You got to try it. But I have been pondering that. Like I've been popping beers and I'm like, well, wait, do I, do I check this in as a draft or do I check it in as a can or a bottle? I think, I think you might be right. If it's a beer I haven't had and I do taste it as is, and then I can, huh? and then you get double the check-ins. By the way, if you are following us untapped, Drez drinks is my handle. Big Nate be- danger. There you go. Across from me. Um, I am rapidly approaching my 5000th unique beer check-in. Uh, so I'm going to try and time that out to do that on the show with an awesome beer, but I think I'm only like 30 beers away and uh, I know next week we already have our show planned, so I might drink 30 different beers in the next coming.
1: So especially with the weekend I have coming up. Would, so I, I don't know if that's going to work out or not. Would your 5000th check-in be the end of the show or would it be the beginning? Like you do it like Pee Wee Herman style, five thousandth check in and and get all jazzed up about it. I guess
0: it depends, because uh, like I said, honestly, I mean, I'm going to incarceration this weekend. I don't know how many different beers and stuff. I know there's Ooh, a couple of breweries up be there. Careful. So I might I might hit it this weekend, unfortunately, and then 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 that that goes out the window. But because yeah, I mean, next week we already have our show planned and uh, a little uh, little teaser, a little hint. We're not even going to be drinking beer on that one, so that helps, I guess. That, that, that is kit, a buffer in some way, uh, but then that's a whole nother week. I, I don't yeah. know; it might be tricky to do.
1: Look at us planning for the future. Yeah.
0: Either way, all right. Let me go ahead and untap this. I, I will. I, I think I'm going to follow your lead. I think I'll untap this one as a bottle, and I'll untap that one as a draft. I don't know if that's cheating or not, but I feel like that's the way you have to do it. Gotta. It. It's for science.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the Guinness Extra Stout from Ireland. The straight up bottle one, I think I'm like, I I think everybody listening to the show knows I'm not a big stout guy. And usually the only way I like a stout or a porter is if it's barrel aged or has like, you know, chocolate or sweetness and stuff. So this one is, I mean, it does have some hits, like it said, a little caramel, but mostly it is more bitter than anything. Uh, So bottle rating, I'm going to say three and a half. I got to give it a little love cuz it's like an OG. I mean, that's why I grabbed this one is cuz when you think of a stout, I mean, Guinness is the first one that comes to mind. Um, I don't know if that's. And I don't know the difference between extra stout or whatever. I just grabbed this one cuz I didn't extra. want I didn't want to get one that was already nitroed, which was the other one. Yeah. So I was just like, okay. Good
1: lord. I, want, I wonder what the thing would do with that. I didn't even think about it's that. Just a whole like glass a double of double nitro. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so with that said, I, w- I want to say that the physics
1: bumps it up a whole half a point. This is probably a four in yeah, this glass right here. I'm similarly aligned. Uh, the warehouse Pilsner out of the can gets a two and a half. And it's just so much smoother. Out of the physics, it it, it gets a three, which uh, as anyone who's listening knows about Pilsner, I'm probably never going to give one higher than a three. Yeah. It would be I'm, a damn good Pilsner.
0: Well, that's, why, that's another reason why I wanted to drink that beer through the physics because it appeared on my desk- I think I Carrie, I I can't remember who did that. Thank you for whoever gave me the beer. I believe it was Carrie. But yeah, I'm not a big Pilsner guy, so I was like, well, maybe, and I've noticed different styles that I'm not fond of, I've been putting through the physics, and then I'm like, this is much more drinkable.
1: You know, it's interesting. She asked me what you would like. I was like, IPA. That seemed obvious, so... I find it fascinating. Ended <laughs> up, up with, with a pilsner. pilsner. Eh, whatever. Free beer. Uh, you can't complain. You can't, you can't complain. Beggars can't beer. be choosers. But
0: all right. So there you go. All right. So now the question is, what's it going to do to styles that we already do like? We're gonna we're gonna throw an IPA through there, and I think I got an amber, if I'm not mistaken, Ooh. to try through the physics. So we'll take a quick break. We'll play a tune, and we'll come back, and we'll do some more experimenting. It's a physics based uh, Bruce Day Tuesday right here on 105 Point Through the Bear. Stick around.